before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 90210MG. It's me, Jenny Garth. I'm here with my bestie. Story spelling and Sissy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. 
Hi, hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> what a show we have today, you guys. Oh, I'm, yes. not, I'm really, really excited, uh, A, to talk about this episode from this week, and B, we have a super special guest. And uh, before, b- b- before we get to that, let's talk about the exciting thing that's going to come up soon. We have our next live event, you guys. You know, we've been talking, we're almost done with season one and it's crazy and we feel like we should celebrate. We should have a wrap party because that's what you do when you finish a season of a show. So we're going to just bring it into the podcast world and we're going to have a season one wrap party and we're going to do it live on April 26th at 5 p.m. That's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which will be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, tickets are available at onlocationlive.com slash 90210. Mm-hmm. And there will be meet and greets, uh, surprise guests. Uh, they're a surprise to even us. I have no idea who it's going to be yet. <laughs> we need them. I'm so excited. <laughs> they are going to be games and fun and probably some technical difficulties, and it'll just be a lot of fun. <laughs> we like games. <laughs> so please join us, you guys. Tickets are on sale right now. Don't forget to get your merch. Uh, you can buy that at myfanthreads.com slash 90210OMG. Oh my gosh, you guys, I got the Donna Kelly t-shirt. Did you get you yours? You got it? No, I didn't Oh my it. God, it's so cute. It's so cute. Maybe we should wear those to the to our wrap party. We have to. Maybe we could They're bedazzle them perfect. or something. Yeah. They're <laughs> so good. The cut's good. Uh, it's super soft. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. good. We just have to add and sis. I told you guys before today, we have a very, very special guest joining us. Uh, the one and only Darren Starr is going to be coming on in a little bit to talk to us about the origination of Beverly Hills 90210. He is the creator of our show. And I don't know, I kind of feel like God is coming. Like, you know, seriously. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to talk to him. Yeah, he's our creator. He's he's our he's the big boss and honcho. Oh my gosh, without him, this show would not exist. And of course, you know, he went on to do Melrose Place, created that, and Sex in the City, and Younger, and now Emily in Paris. He is a god amongst gods, and we are Mm -hmm. super psyched he's coming on to be with us today. We haven't seen him in so long. How long has it been? It's gonna be so fun. Oh years. Decades? Years, I really. I saw him on a pod. Did you see him on your podcast? I saw him on a podcast. <laughs> okay, that doesn't with, count. <laughs> yeah, I saw him on the the computer. That does not. It doesn't count, right? That's not no, seeing him. Ner- Jen, do we look okay? I'm nervous. Wait, were you guys nervous around him? Like, what is he to you? Like, uh, do you feel like you owe him your career? Like, what are those feelings that you have? I don't know. I feel like yeah, there's some of that. Like. He was such a, a, a re- he was the reason why this show came to life. You know, he uh-huh. created these characters and he created everything about it. So, you know, him and Aaron together worked together to make this what it is. And it's, I don't know, it's like, it's like your, it's like your boss. I can't even explain it any other way. I was always really, sh- I know you had like a really good relationship with him and you went on to do another show with him afterwards. Like I was always really shy around him. So I'm nervous mm-hmm. to talk to him today because I always felt, and I'm still feeling it, like 
you know, he created the show, but he worked with my dad. And I always felt like, oh, did he feel like he had to cast me? He had to write for me. I mean, he gave me some of my best comedy. I mean, he started off my comedy in Spring Dance, which he also, not only did he create the show, but he wrote this episode, he directed it, and he gave Donna kind of her first like big dance stuff with the spring, you know, dress. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for him doing that. But I don't know. I just always felt like he was like, oh my God. Well, didn't well, you he, he suggest you. even some people oh, to I, cast? Didn't you suggest some people to cast for 90210? I did. I feel like if Jason. he didn't want to cast you, he would have had it. You know what I mean? Like you had a big part of all of this. I'm sure his hand, you know, he had to like, as we've talked about and we've seen, I had like a couple lines here and there in the first few episodes. And it's just now kind of getting a little bit bigger, um, my role, but you know how you feel that way. It's it's your boss. I wanted to please him. I wanted him to say like, okay, I know why I had to cast her, but I wanted to him to be a, proud of me and approve of me. And, and you know, it's like a parent type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think he is proud of you. Yeah, I think he's proud of all of us. And I love it that you can tell he's still really proud of Beverly Hills 90210. You know, he's gone on to do such huge things like Sex in the City and he's still like this show just like for us it has this amazing little part of our hearts that can never be taken away and I feel that from him too Mm -hmm. like that connection so we're really looking forward to talking to him so but first should we should we talk about uh episode 21 spring dance you guys okay uh episode 21 spring dance air date was May 2nd 1991 synopsis is it's the big spring dance and the chance of romance is good for Dylan and Brenda possible mm. for Kelly and Brandon and nil. What? Huh? Sorry. Nil. And nil. Zip. Zip zero. zero. For Steve who carries a torch that's about as cumbersome as his date's dress. That's me. <laughs> That'd be you. <laughs> this episode was actually written by Darren Starr and directed by Darren Starr. This was his first directing job ever wow big undertaking for your first job directing like it was like a huge like so many casts so many background players we had a band who was the band you guys huge 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 episode the rave ups was the band at the dance they were rad they were i was kind of had a crush on that lead singer guy oh i knew you were gonna say that she loves musicians (laughs) i can't 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 help it i don't know she used to love musicians. Now she loves golfers. You know, I didn't realize I didn't realize that he directed this until we got our notes. And now it really makes sense because I was just, this is my favorite episode so far. Like oh, you could tell the difference. Like, so good. That's, like yeah, we were saying. Didn't you feel like it felt like a, um, a, a big movie, like a 90s rom-com, like maybe like a six, uh, 16 uh, Candles-ish. Or- yeah, exactly. A yes. John Hughes film. That's what it felt like to me too. It really did. Totally. Especially your dance your dancing at the dance. <laughs> it was so good. I thought it was really good too. I was crushing on her. Like my yeah. dance. <laughs> That's not good dancing. You yeah, guys. you were swinging your hair. Oh my God. Yeah, I had all the feels it. of like, oh, that's the popular girl I want to be like. <laughs> like 30 Thank years God, ago. I not now. That would be weird, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I pulled it off. Thank goodness. You did. Yeah, this episode, so much happened. It was a hugely memorable episode for all the fans, I think. And and it was one of the episodes that was kind of like a defining uh, 
moment, defining episode for the show moving forward. And I felt like it just defined what the group was all about. Like what, you know, everybody had their things, but we all came together and I don't know, just, it worked for me just like a little puzzle. Yeah. They were definitely an ensemble by the end, by this episode. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is the game that we're going to yep. now go forward with for the next yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So why don't we break it down from the beginning? Cause I love, oh, I love to do that. So much. Got to start at the top and I got to go all the way through for all my OMG moments. First of all, first, first, first thing that comes to mind is oh. the, uh, the glasses that the guys were wearing in the hallway yeah. when they saw the hot girls. First of all, Steve's so horny. He, <laughs> he's got boy. like, I, does spring bring that on a teen boy? It makes him especially randy. Uh-huh. Nature's doing <laughs> its thing. It's turning me into a total dog. <laughs> Ew, I don't know. Ew, I just don't want to think about that. But it was kind of the theme of the episode because obviously we know what happens with Dylan and Brenda. Love is in the air, spring. Um, But speaking of the glasses, so they were looking at Darla Diller, Mm -hmm. who is played by Sharon Case, who we had on two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. She was so hot in this. I know, she was like that unattainable, beautiful girl at the school. She's still hot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she is. But that I was happy to see that because I didn't know when I didn't know when she came back for the second episode as Darla Diller what that was going to be like. But she <laughs> she did Darla right. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, I don't do vets. Sorry, I don't do vets. Uh-huh. Loved it. That's like the soul crushing for Steve Sanders to hear something like that. That probably hurt mm-hmm. worse like, than anything. Oh, it's okay. I'll rent a Ferrari or some. He was like, a Jag. And he goes, a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> you know Perfect. the iron ad at that, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Such, Such an ad lib for sure. <laughs> the thing that took me, I, I mean, just hearing Brian's voice when he's <laughs> announcing the queens that are mm-hmm. uh, the princesses. For, princesses, sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. His voice seemed even higher. In other episodes, I was like, oh, my gosh. And you could hear everyone laughing in the hallways. Oh, <laughs> like- well, David. Well, he he had he had some great stuff in this episode, too. But, yeah, the whole um, nominations for the spring princess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly got very excited when she got nominated. I, yeah. I threw my I threw my notebook like that's how excited <laughs> yeah, I was. You did throw it. <laughs> and I and when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, geez, it's a little." I, much. But I liked that Donna and Brenda were supportive. I noticed that mm-hmm. right away. There was really kind of no jealousy of you being nominated per se till the dress part. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, take us to the Rodeo collection. Oh my gosh, <laughs> did they even call it that? Now that is a actual place in Beverly Hills on Rodeo and you would go in and they'd have many different stores. Mm -hmm. It was kind of Beverly Beverly Hills version of a A mall, a mini mall or what do you call them? Outdoor mall. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still there. It is still there. Yeah. I don't know if they call it Rodeo Collection now, but it's definitely still there. Rodeo Collection on Rodeo Drive open Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. There you go, people. Come on in. Let's do it. Go shopping. (laughs) Okay, wait. I got to tell you something, which I never realized. Uh-oh. I just recently, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the white, black, 
faux dress that um, Brenda and Kelly end up both wearing. But did you know this fun fact? I recently rewatched Mystic Pizza and Julia Roberts in that movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is wearing that dress. She's wearing that dress. And that's a mm-hmm. movie from the 80s, I believe, or was it early 90s? She comes know. down, she goes and she buys a dress, leaves the tag on so she can return it to go out on her date. She comes down the stairs wearing it. So not only is that dress iconic on you and Shannon, but Julia mm-hmm. Roberts as well. Released in 1988. So three years before it was thank on you, Rodeo's thank collection. You for the math. <laughs> You're our mathematician. That's good. Um, three years. Maybe it, that's why it was on sale when you guys bought it. Because <laughs> ah, Julia Roberts returned it. On, Actually, mm-hmm. good fact sense. checking from the writers there. <laughs> no, but that dress has been, I mean, I, I just, that's a moment that will never be forgotten. I think by me for sure. And a lot of the fans, because that when they show up in the same dress and I love that um, Brenda sort of makes it her own with her gloves and her pearls. And I just thought, and their, their hair, everything about it like was prom-esque, but it wasn't the prom. It was just a dance. It felt like prom though. It seemed like prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegetable corsage. Hello. <laughs> the radish. Why? Can you tell us <laughs> more about that. What What the heck was the boutonniere thing that Kelly gave Brandon? <laughs> I, you guys, who? She was like, ooh, vegetable corsages are really in. What? <laughs> but in fact, where? it's a boutonniere. And she did say corsage. Corsage is what goes on oh, the, the wrist. Oh, right. Is it? Yeah. Oh. But vegetable corsages are very hip. Was that like a thing? Maybe they were like, we were setting trends. So they were like, okay, let's see if people actually pick up. And- uh, apparently that was one that didn't uh, take off. <laughs> I, I mean, actually thought it was kind of cute, but very really? strange. You know what I can remember? I can remember putting that on him. And I can remember filming with that stupid bunch of vegetables on his jacket. <laughs> and we had to have so many because it just kept wilting. Like it was... <laughs> They had like parsley behind it and then like like three radishes clumped together. And the whole thing just kept going bloop. Apparently vegetables don't want to be worn on clothes. So it's kind of chic. It's very farm to tux. I like it. I'm into it. (laughs) Let's bring it back. Farm to tux. So that scene when Kelly arrives at Brandon's house to give him, you know, she's putting the boutonniere on him. And then you guys kiss. I screamed. Like when I Ke- no, Kelly just went like, like, no, he had no choice in the matter. Yeah. I, it literally made me scream. I was like, ah. well, what about the, what about when they made out on the well, dance even later? Yes. Oh, we're not even there yet. I'm sorry. So sorry. Sorry. Feels about I that. don't want to, I don't want to But he got going. very handsy with you at the Walsh house. Like that, that was very Jason. That not, was very Jason Brandon. and Jenny. Yeah. Like he had his <laughs> arms around you, like very comfortable. It was like, whoa, very whoa. familiar. She just uh-huh. asked you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was funny when Brenda said, when I, I thought, I'm already giving you all my favorite lines, sorry. But Brenda says, uh, no, Kelly says, Brenda, I'm a spring princess. And, she, and Brenda says, Kelly, I don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> who talks like that? Frankly, Kelly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Brenda's cheeks were on point. Like her cheekbones, oh, gorgeous. Youth. God, Youth. so good. Yep. We all appreciated what we had back then. <sighs> so what, then what they, about they, my dress? 
oh, you come in the door and there's the dress. There's the the OG red dress that we actually made a copy of, right? For BH90210. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. There's the dress. There it is. I wonder where that came from. Like, was that in the script or we should ask Darren about the dress. Okay. Like, I wonder where that inspiration, like she can't fit into a dress. Like it's too big. I mean, it was a yeah, it was dress. Like, it was like, like a gone with the wind situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But your character was really funny this episode. Mm-hmm. I finally got to do comedy. I was like, yes. Okay. This was like Donna's big moment of like doing physical comedy. And I couldn't have been happier to given that writing. Yeah. I mean, it was weird that you were going with Steve, but I just uh, really thoroughly enjoyed all of the p- points when you were like, ah, oh, I can't. And then you're like, can't quite get the dress to sit down. <laughs> you're not like comfortable. It's so cute. Your little face. I remember filming that in the limo and I was just in my head <laughs> still like, you know me, like very like, oh, I hope it's not too much. I hope they're not like, oh, this girl, what's she doing again? Like making all these movements, <laughs> still questioning myself. But on the outside, acting like, no, I'm funny. Like, whatever, I got this. But, like, shitting myself inside. You know? <laughs> Wait. And, th- oh, Kelly stuck up for Donna right before Steve's like, I hope she knows it's platonic. And you're like, oh, you wish. As if, better. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sticking In up for dreams. me. In your dreams. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. why was Steve so, like, ew, Donna? Ew, like, oh, right? Screw him. He's such the a jerk. He was a He's jerk a date. jerk in this episode. Ever. So but he had reasons. He had, yeah, a yes. of, he had a lot of reasons to be jerky. Yeah. His confession about being adopted. Yeah. Steve's adopted. What? It, huh? Like that, that came a, out of nowhere. Okay, can can I go back so, to one more thing before that part? Okay. Okay. I don't even know how to say this because it's so un-PC. Mm. But when we're all in the house and we're taking the lineup photo of all <laughs> of us, like our prom-ish dates, mm-hmm. I think it's Brandon is it okay to repeat something if it's a line that's not PC though to say? Yeah, it's in the show. You got to say it. It's your podcast. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say it, but it's like we Brandon all line said up this and to no everybody. one can fit around the dress. And Brandon says, I think, was it Brandon or was it Steve that said it? I think she's hiding an, an army of midgets under there. <laughs> no, no one said that. that. No one said that. Yes, it was said. You know what? It was said. Who oh. said that? Because you know that was not written. That was an ad lib. But they kept it. It was totally an ad lib. Do you know who said it? I couldn't hear whose voice it was. I was just so shocked when I watched it. No. Yeah. Sounds like a Steve line, but <laughs> I feel like Jason I feel like it. it was Brandon. So they go to the dance. Mm-hmm. They go to the dance. And all Dylan wants to go do is get Brenda up in that bedroom to get mm-hmm. freaky. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's I'm like, I love you. He, when he said, I love you, Brenda. Maybe he said, I love you, Brenda, back at the at the house. I don't remember. No, it was at, right when they get there, I think he's like, don't you know? I love I you. I love you. Bren, oh. you're not just another notch on my belt. Yeah. I didn't feel it. Sorry. Not just another notch on my belt. Like who says that? And she's oh, like, I did you guys it. feel the love? I did you feel felt it. it. I know. Yeah. But I mean, I was a sucker for Dylan from the you, very beginning. So yeah, but I feel like you're a, you sis, you are a diehard Brenda and Dylan fan. I can feel it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from the very beginning. That's okay. I don't want to give it away for the people that haven't seen it yet, but you know, it gets, it gets dicey later. <laughs> it does. Okay, okay, now we now we can go to your kiss with Brandon? No, no, no not yet, not yet. Nope, First, nope, nope. we have to talk about when he said, 
um, when she says, I'm nervous, I'm going to disappoint you. And then, he, and then, um, um, Dylan says something like, it, don't worry, we're going to be just two people up in the room enjoying each other. And I was like, ew, enjoying each other. Like, what's that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, weird. there'll be no judgments or something, just enjoying or something. I, am I the only one that was into this? Yes. I was so into it. I was like, yes, I believe everything you say. Let's go upstairs. It got I don't remember it that way. Like, I feel like I was way into it when I watched it when I was young. And now watching it, I don't know. I wasn't I got into I got more into it once they got into the room. Into like, I was like, okay, it feels good feels better. The idea then, of their chemistry was more than like some of the lines he was saying didn't feel like <laughs> the Dylan I know. Why you know are you guys I mean? such haters on this? <laughs> <laughs> We're not haters. The name of this podcast is OMG and these are just OMG moments for us. I think because, it just yeah. portrayed the fantasy that every high school girl has if they're in a relationship yeah. and they haven't done it yet, that's how they envision losing their virginity. Like on a, I, I did on, I lost my virginity at homecoming after the dance. I was at someone's house, not a hotel, but it was almost just to have that perfect. I don't know. It's just the dance really justified it for me. I feel so much closer to you now that I know where you lost <laughs> your know. virginity. Oh, Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it was a big issue for the network at the time to show a 16-something-year-old losing her virginity. I think they got a lot of heat after I this think episode so aired. Yeah. I mean, they had to have. Yeah. Even though it didn't show much. but It didn't show anything. But yeah. at, at the time, like, underage sex was not something you really saw on TV, mm-hmm. right? No. Okay, but yeah. Look, if you, do you have something to say about the kiss of Kelly and Brandon? Because hell yeah, I do. It was your first experience of him eating your face. That, that was the first kiss of Kelly and Brandon. I know. Yeah, and I was you're there right. for it. It looked like a good kiss. I'm not gonna lie, I was into it. Me too. I was really into it. Sorry, it was I was juicy. more into watching that juicy kiss than Brendan Dillon. Sorry, it just looked like there was just so much chemistry. Um, I enjoyed it too. Except then the whole I rest enjoyed of the it scene. Too. Mm-hmm, really did. Or maybe and the just... whole rest of the scene. It was I love that it wasn't TV, like it was real life. Like your lipstick yeah. was totally gone. You can <laughs> tell you've been mashing face. And I was like, oh, I love that because sometimes they glossified in TV and they would cut back and you'd have perfect lipstick and perfect yes. powder. And you weren't. You were like, I noticed you had that been too. Going at it. How many takes did you guys do with that scene at the dance? Oh, my God. Who knows? I mean, geez, I don't remember. But I I know it was a good kiss. I mean, enough Mm -hmm. for your lipstick to come off. (laughs) Not just her lipstick, sis. It was like all around here. It was like her nose, her cheeks, her That's just what happens when you make out on camera, usually. And then, yeah. Because you're wearing a lot of makeup, right? for tv and then and then you do a kissing scene like that and it gets everywhere and also usually a guy has like stubble like mm-hmm. beard stubble mm-hmm. and it makes your face all red and rashy it's not it's not pretty it's not fun <laughs> the actual oh. technical aspect of it it was good yeah and then he said you were like another sister mm. Ooh, i don't think he'll think that 
and seasons to come. Right. What did she say? Can't can't you fake amnesia or something? Yeah. <laughs> Aw, poor Kelly. I like it that she got denied a little bit, though. It made her more human to me. I think so, too, and relatable to a lot of people because I think, you, like, when some a boy doesn't like you back, you want to try to convince them to, and it's mm-hmm. just not the move. I like that you said, ouch. That's the ugliest thing anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> ugliest. <laughs> ugliest. I love this episode so much. It was such a good episode, you guys. And my favorite part, though, I love the whole the whole dance and the band and just like all the extras and the background atmosphere people and just everything. But my favorite, favorite part was the very end when um, the camera pulls back and the group is dancing together. It just was, it gave me all like the warm and fuzzy feels of how how amazing that moment actually was in real life to be standing there with that guy, with those people and I just, I sat there watching it last night by myself and I actually, it shook me up quite a bit because it was just one of those moments where I really remember standing right next to Luke and just, uh, just that connection was so strong at that point. And it it was just such a moment for me. And I, I was like, oh, I miss him. No, that was an amazing scene. That's Mm -hmm. I'm sure the whole group, there's scenes we don't remember filming. Like, I feel like that's one of those scenes that we each remember and will always remember because everyone, we were each other's best friends like that. You know, it wasn't what you just saw on camera. It was real in real life. And that was so huge. Yeah. And it had been a whole season already. So your relationships Mm -hmm. just probably continued to build. Yeah, definitely that point for sure. Uh, it was just also, that's the big, you know, everybody, what does that always happen at a dance, a school dance when like a group of people just kind of dances together and takes yeah. over the whole dance floor? <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. It made I me feel like it. all those movies that we love, like, oh. I don't know. Um, I feel like that I just loved, happens in the movies. <laughs> and I loved Ian in this episode. Mm-hmm. We really, like Steve Sanders, you saw a softer side to him. I thought he was so great in the scene with Jason. And they're in the hallway in the kitchen. The lighting on Jason was so magical. Um, we found out Ian was adopted. And it was just such a nice moment. And I feel like he played it so well. It this episode really good. had a balance of emotion and comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all it, working. Like yeah, Andrea. it really humanized all the characters, too. Like, it just made them so much more relatable. Each yeah. of them. On mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Andrea, uh David with his dancing, <laughs> ten you out of ten. with the the comedy of the skirt and like just the being the date of Steve and not really I don't know, it just felt um Andrea's uh the chainsaw. That <laughs> oh, was hilarious. What about so okay, what about when she's watching it at and she doesn't she live with her grandma? Isn't that the whole thing? Andrea lives with her you- grandma. I was going to ask you because then she's because like, mom, then, can I borrow an evening gown? And, well, yeah. No. Mom, first of all, but then evening gown, second of all. <laughs> she said your evening gown. Like there's only one. She, right, mom right has here. an evening gown up in the closet there. And it magically fits her perfectly with ginormous puff sleeves. That was the style though. Those puffy sleeves in 91. That was they it. Were, they were large, like, and in charge, those uh-huh. sleeves. It fit her like a glove. Well, ladies... Darren Starr is in the waiting room. <gasps> it's now? It's happening? It's happening. It's but we should take a break. Okay, everybody, like the stay Wizard tuned. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I can't wait. 
Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hello, handsome. Hello. God, you guys are gorgeous. Why do you get more and more handsome right? as you, I mean, oh. geez, with the grayness? Oh, well, you know, Because he's a boy happens. and boys get more handsome COVID. with age and us women just. Oh, you guys look, you guys look amazing. <laughs> you look amazing. We're so excited to talk to you. I know, me too. I saw you both for a second on that 90210 thing we did a while ago. I just got to yes. talk about you. I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't see you. Sorry. I loved, loved the show you did with Chester and Albergini. Oh my gosh. Thank I you. It. I thought it was so good. And you guys were so good in it. I mean, everybody was. It was like a blast. It, we had a great time doing it. It was certainly a challenge. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It didn't look like Ooh. it. It didn't look, it looked like, didn't look like a challenge. It looked fun. Oh, We'll get together and tell you the yeah, stories. But I heard, <laughs> but what I couldn't believe is that it was shot in Canada. That, I, I mean, I don't know how you pulled that we off. We couldn't believe it, it either. So, it looks so real. Really? <laughs> Minus yes. the beach scenes. No beach scenes. <laughs> no beach scenes, but no I don't palm know. Trees. The old stuff looked pretty good. It really all felt like you would never know. That was crazy when they told me that it was shot there. Remember oh that God. day, Jen? They were like carting in like plants and palm trees. Yeah. It's Beverly Hills. We were like, oof, okay. <laughs> but it was every. I thought the, I thought the cast looked amazing. These all looked so good. It was so fun to be back together with everyone, yeah. and we completely all regressed to our younger <laughs> selves within yeah. like moments. Yeah. It was crazy. Right. Like high school reunion. <laughs> Old behaviors yeah. kind of bubbling right back up. Everything. It was fun. <laughs> right. I'm sure. I can only imagine. <laughs> but I thought you. I thought you nailed it. I thought you nailed it. So uh, thank you. That means a lot to us. Thank you. Yes. I just have to tell you, I watch it with my kids. Emily in Paris is so amazing. We love it. Thank you, Tori. Huge fan. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so fun to watch. It really is. Remember your Paris episode? Yes, it made me think of that. (laughs) (laughs) What did you have to eat when you went to Paris? Brains? Brains. It wasn't brains. Yeah. 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 I love a good brain. Yeah. You're all of your, you know, you've created some of the most iconic, most colorful like i don't know the shows that you make just sort of transport you to like another time where things are just better and uh 
easier, like this and fantastic, yeah. you know? I love that about your shows. Thank you. Well, starting with the one we all did together. I mean That was the OG. That was the That OG. was your first first show. That was my right? first show with I mean it's unbelievable. I don't know if you even know the story that No, tell us tell the story. Us, tell we us. can't remember exactly how it happened. You all were happened. so young, Tori. You yeah, you were so young. You were like fifteen, I think, at the mm -hmm. time. Um did you hear that, Jen? Mm. I had I'd written some I'd written a a number of teenage oriented movies. Uh, a producer that I read a film for when I was in my twenties went to Fox to start worked in drama. This guy Paul Stupin, and they were developing with Aaron um, a show based on Beverly Hills High for a writer. And they he thought of me, and he I met uh, I met Dad at the old old at the old house. Yeah, and we just clicked. And he saw some film, this awful movie that I made called Doing Time on Planet Earth. And he liked it. That was terrible. And he's like, great, do it. And uh, like, we just, I just wrote the pilot. And then I don't know, at the beginning, it was just like me and him. There was like, it was so like, it was so um, fun. And I don't know, it was just like one of those things where I thought, this is so great. Does anybody realize how good this show is? We made the pilot and I was like, this is amazing. And and Fox was kind of like, well, we don't know. And then it tested through the roof, the pilot. It tested through the roof. Because they, and they didn't, um, teenagers could be actually successful. And I think Tori recommended some actors. I remember that. We hadn't cast, we had not cast uh, Jason's role until the very last minute. And I think you knew, you mentioned so. you mentioned Shannon, you mentioned Jason, you like, you knew all these <laughs> I was such a like a TV fan. Shannon, I knew from our house and Heather's. Well, you didn't, Jason you from didn't my sister recommend Kate. me. And you came yeah. in to read. Okay, Jenny, you came in to read. I was so green that you did this audition. And during the audition, like it was, it was that you waved and said hello to people. And I thought you were waving at me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and I said hello oh. back. And I'm like, oh. She's in the character. She's doing the role. Oh, my God. You must have been wigging out, like, to be making this show with Aaron Spelling and, like, it, testing through the roof. Like, I would have been freaking out if I was you. Like, with I, happiness. Know, I say, he made it, he was not intimidating. He made it really fun. He really was. Your dad was just so, um, he, he was just, he was very creative. So it felt like working with somebody, like, creative or another writer, not like, uh, you know, a big executive. And he was, what I loved is he was always so nervous about everything. And I would say to him, why are you nervous? Going to the studio and pitching things. I'm like, what are you nervous about? Where are you spelling? Why are you nervous? He would be like, I have spilkus. Yeah, what are you worried? Yeah, exactly. He would still get nervous. And I would be like, I can't believe you're getting nervous about anything. So where did the title come from? So it, originally it was Class of Beverly Hills. That was the title. And then Barry Diller had this idea to call it Bales 90210, which I thought was the worst title I ever heard of. I thought, that's horrible. You know, <laughs> it's a zip code. Like, and he was smart because I, I thought, like, to me, it was a show about high school. And he's like, no, it's more than that. And he, I just thought, okay, Bales 90210. That's the beauty of collaborating, right? Because yeah, you don't have all the answers. Nobody has no. all the right answers. And it's so great when a 
a group of people come together and make a show, especially like this, where I don't know, everybody just kind of chimed in and helped out and it made it so wonderful. I have a question. Did Shannon and Jason do a chemistry read together? Yes. Yes. Okay. Shan- Jason read with Shannon. It wasn't necessarily chemistry, but it was like for the from the first time right. Jason read, Shannon was already cast and she read with him. And afterwards he walked out and she was like, yeah. Like yeah. she was like, I like him. Was there anyone else up for the role of Brandon that we would know of? I don't know. There were I just remember there were a couple actors that I don't remember the names. Nobody that went on to big like stardom or anything that that we looked at, but nobody like really clicked. And really, the role wasn't cast until the very last moment. He was the last role cast in the pilot. Yes, he was on another show that was getting canceled. And I get, when that show kind of like let they let us know that we're going to cancel that show, he was suddenly available. Was that Sister Kate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's trivia. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you directed the first step. No, you no, directed, no, no. I directed this episode we're talking about today. Oh, right. I directed the spring spring dance dance. episode yeah. mm-hmm. of the first season. Yeah, that's the episode that we're talking, we're rewatching today oh, and talking oh, about. Okay, great. So we're seeing oh, all cool. your oh, masterful right. directing oh, in action. That was the first thing I directed. Was it were you excited? Were you nervous? Like that's a big I think, step. I, I think I was of... I think I was definitely more nervous than anything else. It's not, you know, like one mm-hmm. of those things where you watch others, what else do it, but until you're doing it, you don't know yeah. when you're really to do it. Until you f- call that first action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys and That was a big episode oh, yeah. for your directorial debut. That was, it was huge. A lot, a, lot a lot happened in that episode. Yeah. yeah. Stylistically, it was so beautiful though. Yeah. It felt like a, a John Hughes film kind of oh. like, I felt like I was watching a nineties rom-com, oh, I love you know? That. Well, that yeah. was like the whole idea behind Io Tuno for me was the that there had been these great John Hughes movies, but no one had done it for television in quite mm. that John Hughes way. And I felt like Io Tuno mm. captured that for TV. Yeah. He's got chills. I love that. It's so true, though. So back to the original, uh, uh, the uh, onset of the show, you um, said before that your sister was the sort of um muse inspiration, or inspiration, inspiration for brenda yeah. i would just think of when i wrote brenda i would just think of my sister yeah. <laughs> that's so great you, yeah you guys were close right well yeah we were close and then so we fought a lot <laughs> so which character was most like you i guess brandon was most like me you know um the sort of like you know jason made him more interesting than i was in high school but he but i guess that's a character that was i guess that I could relate to the most. Mm. You was the first episode, the pilot episode. It was was it meant to be a movie or was it just meant to be a two hour situation? Yeah. You know, I had only written movies up to that point, so that's all I knew how to do. So I wrote it so as a two hour cool. movie, mm-hmm. and I think it ended up being closer to ninety minutes or something like that when it aired, when it was really? cut and everything. Yeah. How they do that? How they? I don't know how they did that. How they what made it 90 minutes? Yeah, like how do they air 90 minutes? Back then? Back then. I think, I think they did air it as 90 minutes back then. I guess they had nothing else to air. So <laughs> well, <they> just, Fox, <laughs> Fox was just starting out, they so maybe starting. they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Could... Remember, we were always on the verge of cancellation that first season. <gasps> wasn't that fun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that the truth? Well, yes. it wasn't a hit, right? It wasn't a hit. We, we, the episodes would get like dribbled in. 
dribbled um, in like three episodes and we like, first got yeah. 12 and they ordered four and they ordered three. Oh my gosh and Aaron what was, always, what? Aaron was what? always on the phone beating them up and trying to get them to order more <laughs> you know what would have happened if they didn't order more we wouldn't all be sitting here talking to each Crazy. other I know it's so scary to think about how things could have gone and then you remember we came back in the summer that first season and it was mm -hmm. it was like a good news bad news thing when Chuck Rosen and I went to meet the network they're like great news you guys are doing so well and we kind of made it through that first season which was still 21 episodes it's a mm -hmm. lot right yeah and then we're thinking that we're going to take this break I'm not sure you even knew this but they told us in like April or May that you know just as we finished production that we're that we were going to get renewed they want us to come back in the summer which meant that we couldn't take a break mm -hmm. so that was, was second season was summer summer wow. the beach club. oh my gosh already yeah we started we started filming like immediately i think it aired in July, so we were like filming in may we never really no stopped. hiatus barely. barely no hiatus for the uh, no hiatus for the writers yeah you guys didn't stop but Chuck Rosen was going on vacation with his family to Hawaii. And the only way to keep going was I had to go on vacation with him and his family to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. How was that yeah. trip? I want to know all about it. The four seasons on Maui. I'm like, I'd never been there. And I was there with Chuck and his family and his little kids. And we That's were basically so bad. Sitting, sitting by the pool, drinking and figuring out the next season of Matter to an O. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a yeah. perfect way to figure it yeah. out. I yeah. think it's true. It, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it's a crazy memory No, we had fun. Actually, we did. I wanted to know, because we have memories of how it went down, the story of the casting of Luke. Oh, yeah. I, don't I guess I don't remember it being that complicated. You know, we felt like we didn't have this sort of bad boy character mm -hmm. from the, was not in the pilot. And so we kind of, as we got together as a writing staff, we kind of thought we need character. And I don't know if it was a network idea or where it came from or if it was, mm -hmm. you know, Aaron's idea. But um, so we developed the character of Dylan. And then we, I don't remember reading anybody except for Luke. I just remember Luke coming in and thinking like, oh my God, he's perfect. And he was paving parking lots at the time. Mm -hmm. And and then like the next day he was like on set basically. And yeah. during the you first season, we feel like he's not in it that much. Was he only cast like seven out of, or how did that go? He probably was. But he was in it. He had the love affair. Right. He was had an affair with Brenda, and in that first episode that he was in, he and Brandon were surfing. And I don't know, I remember. I guess I remember Luke a bunch of the first season. But he probably was in seven out of thirteen, basically. You know, okay. he wasn't in. He wasn't meant to be in all of them because it was like a new character. We we're gonna see how it shook out. But he had some good episodes that first season. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. 
And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. 
and basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Are you like me? Like you don't like to watch your work back? Do you, have you watched Well, I have episodes? to say, I have I haven't watched Spring Dance, but I've seen I I don't I saw Slumber Party recently, which I think is so good. I, there's two episodes I saw actually in both of them. Well, you're both in all. You're both in both of them. Slumber Party and the Perfect Mom episode. I don't know why I went back to see it, and it's like, have you seen that one lately? We did. We watched that. It, it's good, isn't it? Really, it's good. really good. I mean, yeah. like I watched it and I was like, wow, it was better than I even like remembered it being. It so stands it like, the test of time. I love it. And the and your the woman that plays your mom is like fantastic. I know yeah. she's so great. She she's lives so like somewhere else now, and she's a minister. I you know I I googled her and I found that mm-hmm. out like really just like about a month ago. I watched it. Just I think it was because I just saw that nine hundred two and was on nine hundred two and the original series is on Hulu. So once mm-hmm. I saw it, and I was like, I just randomly clicked on that episode to watch it. I thought I'd, I thought I was going to watch it for five minutes, and I just like watched the whole thing. <laughs> you get sucked in, right? Yeah, yeah. We I, hadn't rewatched since we filmed it, so mm-hmm. rewatching it now, it's so relevant. Except yeah. for like the cell phones that are like huge yeah, bricks. Right. Other than that, the clothing's up to date. So right, it's right. like because right. it's all back Came now. Again. Yeah. yeah, it's so fun though to watch it uh, for the first time, and we're kind of fanning out, like we're watching it as fans, right. like somehow removing ourselves from from it all. I mean, I'm watching an episode like I wrote that episode, and I'm watching it, and I don't even remember. I don't remember reading it. I don't remember the story. So I'm like kind of like getting surprised as I'm watching it. Like, you know, I don't remember. I literally could not remember the storyline. So Good. it's kind of all surprised. Do you find that when you're watching them? Like you don't even remember <laughs> the story? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I have a really bad memory. Tori has to fill me in on everything, <laughs> but um, it's so good to watch it because it kind of like refreshes. It brings it all back a little bit. Yeah. And and you were there. So I was there. You of, yeah, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so how did Melrose the, Place come about that, they, that Fox was like, we want a spinoff? Or did you guys... Think of it. Come to Wait, wasn't it the construction guy in the backyard? Wasn't it right? Well, Mel- but that's how it. Be- you know, Melrose Place. They wanted a spinoff. First, they wanted a college show, and I, I said, you guys, we can't do a college show because these characters are going to go to college, and they didn't really think about that. They were, they didn't have this. They didn't realize that the cast of Nine or Two and in order for the show to evolve, was going to like leave high school. And I think when they, <laughs> you know, but you know that we were in high school for two seasons, junior year. Two seasons, two and a yeah. basically. Um, and I had lived in a building like that, so I had this idea for this show, and we kind of shoehorned it in. It wasn't, you know, it was sort of like a, it wasn't the most organic spinoff, but we kind of found a way to kind of incorporate. You remember Jake, and he was the handyman at your mom's wedding. Was that what mm-hmm. it was? And you had an affair with him. That story would not fly today. It was basically <laughs> statutory rape. <laughs> he was a little older. Yeah. He was a little older, yeah. 
Yeah, you were very precocious. Kelly was very so, precocious. So Kelly many precocious. of the stories don't wouldn't work now. I mean, but right. I find on our show that there aren't a lot of storylines where I say to myself, I don't think that would fly today. There are a few moments we've had so far in the first season where, you know, things are so different now. And uh, I haven't found myself thinking that very often. Yeah. But, but yeah, were, that, that was one of them. That was one of them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look back, I'm like, wow. Even nobody like said a word at that time. Nope. Yeah. And, and Brenda was notoriously always going for older men in the first yeah. episode. We feel like every episode. In the pilot, she had an affair with a college kid or something like that. Yeah. Oh, the Maxwell creepy college Caulfield. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was so yes. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she uh, came home crying. <laughs> you, you have um, always your shows are always, like I said before, very um, beautiful to the eye. And a big part of that's fashion, right? Like, I know that you said that that wasn't something that you were really concerned about in the beginning, but then you realized. Well, I, you know, Aaron was always very concerned about fashion. Your dad was always very in wardrobe and everything like that, always. And I never thought of 90210 as like, I mean, you think about Dynasty, that's such a fashion show. But mm -hmm. 90210 to me, I just thought like, who cares what everybody's wearing? But, um, not, you know, and Melrose Place, but he would always have, Aaron would always have like um, wardrobe come into the office and he'd look at everything. And first I thought, well, how does he even know? But he had an eye, he knew. He had a real sense of like, what people were wearing, what the characters were wearing, and also how important wardrobe would be. Um, wardrobe and hair and makeup was something I really didn't think about. So I definitely learned a lot about that from Aaron. And even on that episode, Perfect Mom, I remember showing friends that episode when it aired, and they were just like looking at the clothes because it was a fashion show and they were really looking at the clothes. And I thought, but like, aren't you like paying attention to the story and the characters? <laughs> but, my beautiful I, writing. <laughs> people do. I, I mean, people watch TV for the clothes and they watch it for the interior. And they watch it for the set. I really feel like they yeah. do. She used to they come home with Polaroids. My dad always had Polaroids in his briefcase. Yeah. In from his office. And he'd be like, what, what do you think? Look at this skirt. Yeah. And it was always in right. the hairdo. I think I want to change it. He would ask my yeah. opinion, but he had the opinions yeah. as well. And it was, I used to, my friends and I would laugh. They'd be like, your dad's into that. I'm like, yeah, who knew? Well, he knew. <laughs> he, no, well, he, he knew it was all part of like, look, that's part of, in a real old school way, like that's part of making movies, you know, old Hollywood, like you look at all the hair and makeup and wardrobe tests and everything like that. They're, they always would do those. Um, so yeah, I, I saw how important it became, especially on our shows, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It became a huge part of your shows. I mean, sex in the city was just like, all, uh, that was the show for fashion to watch. Yeah. And now Emily in Paris does the same. Well, you're still I, working with Pat, right? Yeah. I work the with Pat, Pat Field, Field. So that's, mm -hmm. she, yeah, that's a big part of why that happens because of her. She's just a genius. She's a genius. And she yeah. just goes, Amazing. you know, and she goes out there and I feel like she entered mm -hmm. like, the clothes become entertaining and mm -hmm. people watch for them. And, uh, you know, when I was doing sex in the city with her at the beginning, I would, I would sort of get annoyed. Like, you know, we can't hear the dialogue <laughs> because the clothes are speak are so loud. Um, aren't gonna, yeah. It's like, you can't like, who's going to like, listen to what they're saying. They're just staring like kind of basically in shock at what some of these characters are wearing. <laughs> and, um, but I know that the audience loves it. And I, you know, I give her a lot of rope and I trust her. And some, I realize I look at stuff and I'm like, it's crazy, but it's fun. You know, and it's like, you know, we're not doing a documentary. We're not doing a documentary. 
So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you, I was curious, you know, have you ever gone to the darker side? Have you ever wanted to explore like creating something not quite so colorful and fantasy? I don't know. I mean, I, I, like a gritty I've done show. very glossy yeah. shows. I've always <laughs> done pretty glossy shows. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually like, um, I don't know. I would, I think if the material was right, if I could really connect to it, you know, I'll actually love science fiction. I love watching science fiction, but you know, really? I think they, I do, but I think they could have fashion in, in the future also, or on what space. About horror? Do you like horror? horror? Space. I don't like horror. No. Do you? She loves it. I, can't, I, I love can't, it. I can't watch it. I just can't. It disturbs me too much. It's, yeah, <laughs> you have nightmares. Yeah. Well, because, you know, like as actors, like you get tired of just doing a drama and you want to go right. try comedy and then right. you want to go do a Western. Like, you know, sure, you want to try to diversify. I, and... I would like to. I would. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not over yet. So it'd be fun to try to do <laughs> different things for sure. You know, it's really just a, for me, it's about what I can write and really connect to as a writer mm-hmm. and that I can that I can do it justice. But yeah, I, I would. I think it'd be cool to do with, I love thrillers. I don't love horror, but I love thrillers, you know, mm. mysteries, that sort of stuff. Right. Can we go back to Sex in the City? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Such yeah. a fan. <laughs> so I have, I have to ask you, the characters on Sex in the City, who would you liken Kelly and Donna to? Oh. Sex and the City, the characters. <laughs> okay. I wow. have to say, and I know this is like not, an, you know, maybe not like a the answer that you'd want, but I just think they're so, I think Kelly and Donna are so different. I think they're, they're so their own people. I don't think of them in comparison to other characters. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I just think they're, they're Kelly and Donna. I do. I don't, <laughs> I, I think that like, you know, I think I would, I think you're just both Samantha. How's that? <laughs> Did you want to be Samantha? No, that's you. Oh, <laughs> I know. And I'm not like, provo- I'm not like, you're oh, not. No. <laughs> In real life, where did Kelly was? I feel like the great, the great thing is I feel like every woman and man has a side of every character on sex. Yeah, exactly. We all have a little bit of that. Totally. There's always a little Miranda, mm-hmm. a little Charlotte, little Carrie. Yeah, exactly. You're not, no one's everything. Little Samantha. Exactly one of once those. Once in a while. Exactly one of those. Yeah. Yes. No one's exactly one of those people. Totally. Totally. Um, Who would you be though from Sex and the City? I, you know, I'd probably be Mr. closest Big. to Carrie. <laughs> You'd have to oh, be Mr. Mr. Big. Big. Mr. Big. No, I wouldn't. I don't know. Mr. Big was a little like I'm not like that emotionally distant. He's pretty emotional, you know, emotionally cut off. I'd probably be Carrie. I mean, she's a writer. Mm-hmm. She's writing about stuff. I think she's got a great sense of humor. I mean, you know, I think the I would just most identify with her only because she's like the writer character mm-hmm. of the group. Mm-hmm. You, um, you film Emily in Paris, in Paris. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. That must have been nice. And we start filming. It was great. I mean, we start, we go back May 3rd. We start filming the second season. Are you going back to Paris? We start in the South of France. And okay. then I know, you know, we got to yeah. do it. It's where she's It'll going. If, it's you, where, if you ever need some cameos, yeah, we're, yeah. we're available. Or Why we can, and, I'll hold yeah. your script if you'd uh, like me to. <laughs> I mean, it's really just. I'll get your glasses yeah, so you can yeah. see the sides. Yeah. Just come on over and visit anytime. Or what we could do that. Anytime. We could do our podcast from there. There you go. BTS. We could do behind the scenes for you. That's right. <laughs> I love 
I love that. Oh my God, Lily Collins was on the reboot of Nine or Two and that was her first job. What? Oh my God, I didn't remember that. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, so the one with the young people? <laughs> the one the with young, the kids? Yes. The new young people. The new young people. Yes. The one with the young people. <laughs> yeah. What were you? You were young when you started well, Nine was, with, But when they rebooted it, I wasn't got, young anymore. They got young again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that she, Lily Collins. Yeah, she'd be, she'd be a good guest for you guys. Talk about that. When they did the reboot of 90210, did they come to you? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Because, you know, it was just owned by them. And I think they didn't want to have to pay me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they just went off and did it. Yeah, we have issues with that one, even though Jen starred in it. I kind of read about it in Variety. <laughs> uh, like all of oh my gosh yes. the fact well, that they way, killed your mother off like that's the thing that I didn't like because I was like that's an original 90210 character they, they shouldn't mess with that right yeah. Yeah. yeah yes I read about a variety while I was doing a show for the CW oh my god were you like what what were you like yeah um yeah yes I think <laughs> yeah. we all were I think we all yeah. were yeah Yes. Yeah, definitely. And then the crazy movies they did on the CW. No, no, on Lifetime. Lifetime. That. But that, the, the the real life of the. Did you did you like the person that played you? I thought, you know what? I looked at it first. I was appalled and then I just laughed. I mean, you had to laugh, right? You had to laugh at that. Yeah. You just had to laugh. But the only one that looked, the girl that played me looked just like me. Like, I feel like I could hire her as my double for something. <laughs> she, was, she, was good. she was good. Yeah. 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 It captured a little bit of the beginning. It did. Mm-hmm. did. I have to say, yeah, it did. It captured a little bit of the beginning. I don't know where they got it all from, but it did sort of like. Yeah. I heard I that they we, just compiled yeah. that from um, all of our interviews Articles. or books no. that we had written. Like Jason wrote a book. I wrote a book. You've written books. So they they took a lot of that material Probably. and just pasted it all together. And I just don't. Well, they how could do have you, come to us and asked they, us how they, the stories been, went because yeah. they went a little bit differently. They could have fact-checked a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Right. Right. That would have been nice. I, you know what? I'm curious because... Your shows are so stylized. I'm going to keep saying that. I've said it like yeah. eight times. Uh-huh. Uh, but is that like w- when you're writing, when you're Darren sitting down to write something, is that how you see the world? Like sort of through those beautiful lenses, you I, know? I keep thinking I'm writing something realistic and then people come and tell me it's stylized. So it is. That's how you <laughs> see the world. Good, sort though. of. Sort of. I guess so. To a degree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a fun way to see the world, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like emotionally, I think the characters have a lot of emotional truth to them. You know, and that's important. That's the important thing. And I think yeah, when you I mean, have, people, yeah, when you have a lot of characters that are just basically all these shows are in a way characters in a room talking to each other. So it's basically like the settings become visually have to say pull you in because ultimately the show is just about people talking all of them and personal drama. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing people always say, what that's the number one question that I've always been asked on interviews. And I'm sure you too, Tor is, um, why do you think it struck such a chord with people? Why do you think people loved Beverly Hills 90210 so much? And why is it standing the test of time? And that's the answer. Like 
it was this fantastic, amazing world that no one had ever seen before, Beverly Hills and that lifestyle. But it was just, it was, it's so much more about the characters and the integration mm-hmm. of the characters and like the relatability. Yeah, the I mean, it wasn't, it was all about the characters. It wasn't mm-hmm. as people can say, oh, it's superficial and shallow, but it really wasn't because the characters had depth to them. And and yeah. they were relatable. I mean, it's all, and it was like the window dress is great, but that's not mm-hmm. what the show was. You that can't, only takes you so far. Yeah, it only takes you so far. Exactly. Because that anybody can do that show. Anybody can shoot a show that looks great, but it's really all about the cast, the characters, the um, the emotion, and it all has to click, you know, the writing and the cast. Mm-hmm. You got to get so lucky for it all to come together. It's kind of amazing when it does. Like on our show, it's like you think all the little things that might not have happened. If you didn't have exactly the cast that we had, you're like, it might not have worked. You know, know. it all has to come together. You know, it's kind of making me get a little misty eyed. Yeah. (laughs) Because um, I thought that because you directed this episode, Spring Dance, and the very end when the whole gang starts dancing on the dance floor, it, stirred something in me that I, I couldn't deny, you know, it was like, oh, those people in that moment. And just, yeah. And you guys, you had that, you did sort of have that like real camaraderie with each other and that real, Mm -hmm. that real connection. And it came through, you know, it was like, you were able to, you really were able to kind of like get it on the screen, that feeling of what it's like to sort of like have these best friends in high school together. Cause you sort of also felt that way about each other. Yeah. At the time, you know, still do. Yeah. They call it lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's just, you got to get, you do have to get lucky. You can work so hard, but you also Mm got to get lucky. I remember, I really remember that. I remember that shot. And you, it was like was a big happened. pulling pullback. Yeah, it was a big crane shot. Because uh-huh, for me, it was so shot. exciting. You know, it was like a, I, got, I was working with a crane that was like, you know, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> the big guns came out. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Yeah, the yeah. toys, all the toys. Right, right. Darren, do you have a favorite episode of of Night of our original? Yeah. Oh God, that's a hard question. I but... love Donna. Gra- I love Donna graduates. Donna Martin graduates. Um, Who knew? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, because I was there so much in the first few years, those are the ones that are most top of my mind. That's when I was there all the time. Um, I love swing dance. I really do. Maybe because I directed it was the first thing I directed, but mm-hmm. I just, I just like, I love the episode. I love all the emotion in it. I love like, just, um, I love the comedy. I remember you, Tori, like wearing that crazy hoop skirt <laughs> and coming out of the limo, how funny you were and trying to sit down. I don't know. Just all these things that were in there just like, were, were just so excited to have that Thank fun you. for me. Yeah, that was fun. And just had, had emotion and, it was. I, I think it's a great description. It was like a little John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. And it kind of captured the ensemble so well. I thought Ian was so good in this episode. He was so good. Yes, I that remember. That scene with yeah. him and Brandon in, in the little kitchen hallway. And the yeah. lighting on them. Oh, my God. It was gorgeous. Yeah. But his emotions were so great. You directed him so beautifully. Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. He's, yeah, I, mean, I, I thought Ian was great in the reboot. He was so he looked. He so looks. Good. He looks amazing. Doesn't wow. he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. He looks fantastic. He's so built. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome, handsome devil. Yeah. He is. Yeah. 
Um, everyone is. I mean, good. everyone's everyone's Brian, held together pretty good. Yeah, Brian looked stunning. Brian looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, it's really true. Everybody looks so. Everybody looks so good. We're doing our best to make you proud, you, Darren. You we are. Gotta, we got to keep it up for you. You do. You do. And for <laughs> all, well, all the fans out there that you that still watch the show and see you and they're like, wow, it still looks like you in high school. <laughs> you know, we, we've got a few more years in us. Yeah, for sure. A lot more than a lot more than a few. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we both sit further back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you are so fun to talk to. Oh, I feel you like too. I feel it's like great to see you guys. Just... Oh my gosh, it'd be great to see you in person one yeah, day. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh we'll do it. Let's do it in LA. Let's find each other. I'm here. I go back to France in like two, like a week and a half to do this next season of LA Paris. So then I'm and there. How long till the end... are you there for? How long? Till the till the end of till the end of July. And right now they have That's a lock. A... They have a lockdown, which is a little weird. Mm. Um. They're not so doing do so you, well, but you do the quarantine two weeks then when you get there. What well, one week? One week, one, okay. One week, and then it doesn't affect our filming. Yeah, we're able to film, but you know, we filmed younger this year. I've been doing for a while in New York. Mm-hmm. The last season just finished, and we thank you. We filmed um, in during the pandemic, and you know, we have to wear masks on set the whole time. I don't know if you guys have worked at all during this period, mm-hmm. but it's like you have to wear masks on the set, and it's just you know, it's not fun, but. At least, it's but not. it's worth it. It's worth doing, but it's not fun. To still it work, does. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, which epi- how many episodes have you done of the podcast now? This is our spring dance, so it's twenty episode twenty one oh. that we're on. Oh, we, so we only go- have oh. one more. Oh, okay. Every episode we've done since the beginning yeah. of the show. <laughs> it's fun for us. We're just reliving it. It's like it's such a gift to be able to go back and watch. All of this. Have you seen them now from one to 20? So what's your favorite show between one and now that you've seen the first season, do you have favorites or ones that are surprising that you're like, I didn't realize that was so good. Or I don't realize that was so bad. (laughs) That (laughs) happened. It happened. Yeah. That was, yes. There was an episode that we found out that the network threw out like the weekend before everything started. The baseball one. Spring training. Oh, spring training. Didn't that air? We heard that. Yeah, it was like one or two episodes ago. So nineteen or twenty. Chuck Rosen wrote that Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they told us that it was. um, We don't know if this is true, but we heard that this was an episode that they threw out the script about Brandon meeting a veteran, and having like a whole thing with a a vet, Uh, and then they had to come up with something over the weekend, and this is what they came up with: the baseball one. Yeah, it was a fun episode. Wasn't our favorite, but yeah, it felt yeah. different. Mm-hmm. It, it felt, felt like a show it, a little bit. Did it feel like it was written over the weekend, basically? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. It was a little bad news bears. It didn't feel like nine hundred two one zero, right? As much. Wait, right. so which one from the first season so far, Tor, is your favorite? Oh my gosh, I I still it's the iconic ones. It's sleepover, uh, sleepover party. Is that what it's called? Summer, summer and, party. Slumber oh, party. Yeah. Sorry, and uh, and spring dance for sure. I always say my favorite was the pilot because you do. Oh, I love that. Oh my God. I loved everything about the pilot, the way it looked and the way it was shot. And just, it, it blew my mind that I, I also said, look like a John Hughes movie. Like it was just perfect. It, well, it was shot like a movie. And Tim Hunter, mm, who was Tim a pretty Hunter. big movie director at the time, yeah. directed that. And mm-hmm. no, I thought the pilot, when I saw it, I was like, this is amazing. This was so good. And I, mm-hmm. and the network was like, yeah, we'll see. And I'm like, don't you guys get it? But they did eventually. Because I thought the pilot was like, you did. I thought it was like really strong. Yeah. And like just... we hadn't seen it before. 
Mm-hmm. Not on TV, no. And yeah. then, but now I I like the pilot, and I think this one is a close second. Oh, Spring great. dance. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank so, you. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you for spending time with us. Oh, and so good to, to see us. you guys. Thank you for doing this. And really great re- to see you. Let me reiterate for all those people out there that are aren't they're they're listening to it. They're not watching it on Zoom. How gorgeous you guys look. Oh. You look amazing. You're so, so do you. Thanks. Oh my gosh. COVID's been good well, to us, I guess. Yeah. You be safe over there. All right, there. you too. All right. Okay. Have great fun. Talking Big to you love guys. to you. Right. And we so will see you soon. Okay. Mwah. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. I was super nervous. <laughs> it's like talking to your creator, like the men, like your men, the men that made you. <laughs> Very stressful. You know what? It's it's so funny talking to him. I still revert it back in my head. I was like, oh, be careful what you say. Like, I don't know. It's the creator. I'm just like, he's the producer's daughter. He was forced to cast. Like, I still felt that way. And like, I wanted to say something, but I couldn't. And I'm just like, God, all these years I've wondered, was he like, oh, I have to cast her. Like, I'm still wondering. (laughs) I have to cast her. I don't think he said that. That's how I feel. Like, you know. You have to get, you have to let go of that feeling, lady. I gotta get, go to get, what is it they say? Cord cutting? Okay. We need to, yeah, we need to extract oh, will you it come from with me? You. Yeah, we need to go to like a healer in like an uh, Bali or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Sounds like a good episode. <laughs> what a genuine, kind, down to earth human yeah. being with so much success. So humble. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be humble. He's a genius, but he is. But he was great. And and so um, it's so great to have his perspective, too, because we were so young and, and, and green at that moment, and we didn't know what was happening. And we were just on the set doing the work, and he was back there, you know, with the strings, the puppeteer. He was making it, making it all up. What a mind. I love it. It's funny when he said that he was excited for the crane, because <laughs> that was like a big, a big deal for him. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. His first episode directing. I wonder, I didn't ask him, but I, I wanted to ask him if he had gone on to direct more shows or m- direct on his other oh, yeah. shows. I wanted to know, but I didn't have time. Well, when, when we join him in Paris, we'll ask him. Oh, yeah. right. No. Yes. He's yeah. booking the tickets, right? <laughs> oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening. I feel we like he gave locals. us a little insight as to... Had their starting production for Emily in Paris season two. I don't even think that info is out yet. So people will be excited. Season three or season two? Two. Season two. Mm-hmm. But that's it for today. That's it for this episode, you guys. So we should we should wrap it up. I say. Speaking of wrapping it up, wrap party. Oh yeah, wrap. Good one. Nice tie, sis. Let's see how you did that. Our big wrap party's coming up in two weeks. Uh, what's the date on that tour? That'll be on April 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can join us for our live rap party. Yeah, yep. come hang out. We have to really try to make it like a rap party. I don't know how we're going to pull that off, but we got to we gotta brainstorm. <laughs> you can get your tickets on locationlive.com slash 90210. Well, I'll just make it like our original rap party and I'll get drunk and, and puke. And you can hold my hair. Get wasted and throw up in a garbage can somewhere. Perfect. And then it'll be like a wrap party. There you go. <laughs> you have to eat spaghetti beforehand. Classy. We're classy gals. 
All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. Uh, next week coming up is the season finale mm-hmm. of season one, which is very excited, uh, exciting. Episode 22, Home Again. Mm. So everybody watch it's it. It's been and- a whole season. Yeah, I love it. It's been so much fun, but I'll save that for next week. Okay, see you next week, you guys. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.